Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning, this is Pastor David Miller. And uh, on our last podcast, we was talking to you about faith. And we was talking about that uh, uh, verse in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we're going to be teaching on this a few weeks, or a few podcasts, I should say, actually. But I I wanted to give you a couple of my uh, personal uh, testimonies about what faith can do. And I hope that this will help you today. I'm going to give you a, tell you a personal testimony of mine. And when I first started preaching, I was 18 years old, not quite even 18 years old. And uh, I started preaching then at 20 years old. I went full-time in the ministry. And it was during that first year of full-time ministry that uh, my wife had uh, gotten uh, sick and she thought that she had a gorder on her neck. And we took her to the hospital uh, to be operated on for the gorder. And when they got in there uh, and started to do the surgery, uh, they found out it was not a gorder, but rather it was cancer. And she had mixed papillary cancer, which was a form of Hodgkin's disease. And I can remember very, very well when the doctor came out. Her doctor was a doctor named uh, Dr. Tipperman. And he was a pretty famous doctor uh, back years ago. He was the same doctor that operated on uh, Johnny Bench, who was uh, then a star uh, baseball player, catcher. But he had taken his lung out, or, or operated rather on his lung. But anyway, my wife had this uh, surgery, and I'll never forget that day. When the doctor came out from the surgery, and I was uh, waiting, of course, and he he came out and he seemed very sad and he looked at me and he just simply told me, he said, look, he said, uh, we thought this was a gorder, but when we got in there, your wife had several uh, tumors and he said, I can tell you by looking uh, that, that their cancer, of course, will send them off to be sure. And he took, he said she had it in her thyroid, so he took all the thyroid out. And then went further and uh, took every lymph node out that they could. And he said that uh, she had like one large tumor behind her uh, breastbone. And she had a couple of tumors underneath her arm and uh, others other tumors that when they done the uh, x-rays and so on, they could see. And of course, they sent them off and they were, uh, in fact, cancer. The doctor told me that that uh, she didn't, it didn't look good. He didn't think there was any kind of treatment that would help her work. And of course, that was back, that was 1973. 
and uh, not quite as much uh, back then that they could do as, as they can now. But I will never, ever forget that day. My whole world seemed like it ended. Uh, we were young, and uh, I was madly in love with my wife, just like I still am. 50 years now, we've been married. But I remember when the doctor uh, was talking, I asked him, I said, well, what uh, treatments are you going to do? And he said, there's really no treatments we can do. And he just said, I'm going to tell you the truth. He said, I don't think there's any way that she will recover. Uh, there's no sense doing any more surgeries. There's really nothing I can do. And I noticed he started to uh, tear up. And I asked him, I said, well, how long do you think she has? And he said, well, three weeks, maybe four. Of course, I was devastated. I will never forget that day. And I remember my sister uh, was there with me at the hospital, and I, I rode home with her. She wanted to take me home, and I was in tears. And, of course, my sister told me, she said, uh, it's going to be okay, and everything's going to turn out right. And anyway, we, she, uh, she turned on the radio, and they, I remember they announced, they said, we got a brand new song just came out. And the song came out, and it was entitled Because He Lives. I think it was the Gaithers, Because He Lives. And they were singing that song, I Can Face Tomorrow. I got a little bit of hope, a little bit of faith when I heard that song. And I told my sister, I said, uh, I'm never going to eat another bite or drink another drop until the Lord either heals her or if he decides to take her home. And we went home that day. And every day I went back, I kept asking the doctor, is there any change? Is there any change? And he always said the same thing. No, there's no change. There's not going to be any change. And I remember on about, uh, I think it was the fourth day, maybe the fourth or fifth day, I was praying and fasting. And I was in my mother and father's old house that's not even there anymore. And I can remember being in the, the little bedroom that I stayed in when I was growing up as a boy. And I laid just across that bed. And as I laid across the bed, it was, I don't know, maybe one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. And I was praying and I can remember my exact prayer. My, I prayed like this. I said, Lord, when Hezekiah was going to die, you had sent Isaiah the prophet to tell him to set his house in order that he was going to die and not live. And he prayed and said, Lord, if I've done what's right in your eyes, what's pleasing in your sight. And he prayed that prayer for God to spare him and add years to his life. And I remember in saying this to the Lord, I said, Lord, you said in your word that you are no respecter of person. So you said that if you would do something for one person, you'd do it for another I honestly believe that. Now, we're talking on faith still. And this is one of my personal testimonies here about what faith can do. And I, I said, God, I believe that if you've done that for Hezekiah, you can do it for me. And I said, Lord, when he prayed that prayer, you spoke to Isaiah and told him to go back and tell him you added 15 years to his life. And when I prayed this prayer, 
I, this is honest, honest, and I hope, I hope that you can just uh, feel this with me when I say it. I know some folks would say this is pretty far out, but I'm just going to tell you exactly how it happened. I felt like there was a wind that just swept through that room, and it was so real that I got up off of the bed I was laying on, and I went to close the closet door, and it was. I went and looked at the window, the only one window in that little farmhouse that was in that bedroom, the only one in that bedroom. And the window was closed, and I laid back down across the bed, not thinking much, and I prayed the same prayer. And I said, God, I know you can, and I believe that you will. Touch my wife, heal my wife. And I felt that wind just blow across that room and across me again. And it was so astounding to me. I thought, well, five days of no food, no water does not make you hallucinate. So I was kind of wondering, what what really is this? So I got up and I looked around the room again. And I laid back down on the bed the third time. And I remember I prayed. I said, Lord... I don't want to tempt you, and I don't understand if this is you. But I said, if this is you, and you're trying to show me something, if if I could just feel that wind again, and I know faith is not feeling, but I know faith is believing. And I said, Lord, I, I believe you now, but if I can experience that one more time, I'm just going to get up from here and believe you've done it. And I felt that next time, and I got a couple brothers here with me from the church, and they've heard me tell this story, and it felt so real and so strong that when I prayed that prayer, it felt like someone had turned on a big, huge industrial fan and blowed through that room so strong. And I jumped up out of the bed. And I went into where my mom and dad was laying down asleep. And I remember waking them up and I said, get up quickly. God has just healed Diane. That's my wife, by the way. And I remember mom and dad got up and they were so torn up. And my dad went in and got a bottle of tranquilizers. I don't know if he had them for me from the doctor or they were his. But he came in there and he said, here, take one. And I remember saying, no, no, no. Uh, he said, I said, there's nothing wrong with me, Dad. God really healed my wife. And they was crying. And I was just getting ready. I was getting ready to go to the hospital. That was enough for me. I believed it. And my mother said, well, don't go. We're going to get ready and go with you. And I heard her calling some of the folks up in that late hour, probably by this time, 2, 2.30 in the morning. Uh, to go to the hospital with her, not with me, but with her. Because I remember her hearing her say, what if we get to the hospital and he believes she's healed and she's dead? I mean, the doctors told me every day that she had three to four weeks at best. So anyway, we got ready and we went to the hospital. It was Christ Hospital there in Cincinnati, Ohio, still there. The hospital's still in the same location. 
And I, I remember walking into the hospital, had to go through the emergency room. They wouldn't let me in because it was about 5, 5.30 in the morning. And I got up there to her room and I wanted to go in the room. And when I tried to get in the room, they there was, oh, I don't know, four, five, six nurses and doctors around her room. And so my mother and my dad and a couple of the saints that had went with us was there. And of course, they uh, they got a hold of me and they would say, well, let's, let's go over here in the waiting room. And I asked them, I said, I just want to go and see my wife. And they said, you can't. The doctor is in there with her now. Of course, my family thought she died. And they said, oh, my goodness, she's died. And we went into the waiting room. We were sitting there. I was never worried anymore. Not after I knew God had had done that. And I was in I was in the hospital. I was in that waiting room and I started wondering what was that? What was that wind I felt? And I didn't know the scriptures real well then. I was a young preacher, but I honestly believe what I felt was this. You know the Bible talks about that he holds the wind in his fist. And I honestly think that when I said, Lord, if you would would do that for me, I'll trust you. I'll believe you. If I could just feel that again, I honestly think that God just looked toward where I was, opened his hand, and said, yes, I will. And I believe that that's what I felt. You don't have to believe it, but I believe that. And anyway, I waited there for a little while, and finally, the doctor came out. And when he did, of course, everyone in the room stood. And I will never, I will never forget. When he came in, he had a bunch of x-rays in his hands. And the doctor said, well, I couldn't sleep last night. He said, your words haunted me every day. He said, you kept asking me, is she any better yet? Is she any better yet? And he said, I knew she would never be any better. That she was, this was going to kill her eventually. He said, but I got up last night. I couldn't sleep. I came in. And he said, these are the x-rays that I took before. Look at these. And he showed me, held them up by a light. And and there was these little like white uh, round spots. And he said, you see this one, this one, this one, this one, all of these? And I said, yes. He said, those are the, the cancers. And he said, you see this x-ray? I said, yes. He said, I took this one around 2.30 or so this morning. Do you see anything? I said, no. And then he pulled out another uh, envelope and he had these x-rays in them. And he said, do you see these? I said, yes. He said, I just took these a few minutes ago. And he said, do you see anything on them? I said, no. And I remember what he said. He said, I really have never seen anything like this. He said, the only thing I know is that she had the cancers here. I took out all of her thyroid. I took out all the lymph nodes I could. They all came back positive cancer. And he said, these I know. And he said, were cancer. He said, but there's no cancer here. And I thought this was kind of... Kind of uh, Kind of great what he said. He didn't say, I guess she was cured. I guess she's well. I guess she's better. 
He just looked at me and he said these words. The only thing I know to say is I guess she's been healed. I'll tell you what, I'm trying not to get excited. I know this is a podcast and I'm trying not to get too thrilled here, but I'm telling you, I remember that day. That was 1973 and this is 2020. So if I'm doing the math right, that's 47 years ago, right about this time of year. Don't tell me faith doesn't work. Faith works. God is a great God. Amen. And I saw that happen for myself. And oh yeah, by the way, every year, every year she had to go back for a total body scan. She'd done that for 20 years. Nothing ever showed up. And it costs a whole lot of money because back then my insurance wasn't very good. Finally, one day my wife said, why am I coming back every year? I said, the doctor says it's important. She said, God healed me. It's been 20 years. They found nothing. I don't want to come back anymore. Well, the last 27 years, we've not went back. And there's been no reoccurrence of cancer whatsoever. I want to tell you, folks, if you're listening to me today, faith is real. Faith works. God is a healer. And I wanted to tell you that for myself. And I, I couldn't I couldn't close this podcast without telling you my wife's response. When he told me this, of course, for all you that don't believe in rejoicing and shouting, I'm so sorry, but in that room, when he told me this, I mean I was I was excited and I was thrilled, but I believed it. I wasn't shocked. But my mother was shouting and rejoicing. My, my dad was crying and shouting and rejoicing. Everyone was. And so I, the doctor says, come on, I'll take you to where your wife is. And we walked in the room that day. And he took me in there and he started pulling out needles from her and putting on bandages. And several of them he did. And he looked down at her. And I guess I'm going to have to tell her first name. She hates it when I tell it. Her name is Patricia Diane. But he looked at her and he said, Pat, he said, "Uh, I guess you've been healed. She said, what? And he said, I guess you've been healed. So my wife forgot that the, the surgery, her neck was cut completely about halfway around. And then it was cut from her ear all the way down to her collarbone. And so my wife jumped up Grab the, what do they call that, Chris? The, uh, uh, well, I forget what they call it, but yeah. she grabbed the thing that holds the, uh, uh, the medicine, you know, that goes down into to your veins. IV yeah, the IV, the IVs. And she grabbed that and she took off running through the hospital. And the doctor was running behind my wife. And he was saying, grab the back of your head, grab the back of your head. And uh, so she did. And the nurses was chasing the doctors. And my mom was uh, chasing them. And I just stood there with my hands in the air, praising the Lord, rejoicing and believing God. So faith does work. Amen. I started out with that verse and it just said this in the last podcast. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. They said my wife couldn't live. They said she had three weeks. But faith became the substance of her healing. And God did heal my wife. 47 years. They said three to four weeks. 
God's given her 47 years. So I want to encourage you, no matter what report you've received, faith works. God is a healer. Amen. And if he'd done it for Hezekiah and added 15 years, if he gave 47 years to my wife, God can do it for you. So look up and believe God. God is a healer.